Scott. Hey, Rachel. <laughs> yes, Becky. You want to hear a weird icebreaker that you've never heard before? Absolutely. I've never heard this. Look at my line. It's moving on my end. Is it? Yeah. In case you can't tell, we're having some technical difficulties right now where it looks like Becky isn't recording. Um, but she is. Look um, at my look at this. I'm talking into the microphone. Here. Do you see mine where you're you do have some little little squigglies? Okay. So I think we're okay. We're gonna rock with it because it looks like on my end it's tiny but mighty, so we'll we'll go with it. Okay. I feel like that's what every dude says as an excuse for <laughs> It's not size that matters. It's tiny but mighty. <laughs> <laughs> All um, right. Well, that was penis shaming, and I don't. Whatever. Get over it. <laughs> We're not recording this again, so, <laughs> so just apologize and move on. <laughs> that that was a, that's what he said. Joke and just get over it. I'm sorry. Yes, it's fine. Men and their penises will fucking live to see another day. Yeah, I just almost tried to justify it in the most disgusting way. Mm. <laughs> Never Mm-mm. mind. Mm-mm. Um, yeah, so we're having technical difficulties. I already went over this icebreaker spiel, and yeah. now I have to do yeah. it again. Yes. Um, oh, okay, now my lines look okay. Yeah, they look fine. Thanks. Thanks so much, technology. Appreciate you. Yeah, okay, so my icebreaker is... Well, now now I've already looked up the facts that I didn't know, so that's good. Like, oh, I don't have go. to... Yeah, so in this village on the in the country of Kazakhstan, I think. I don't know if I said that yeah, right. Kazakhstan, whatever. Not the point anyway, but yes, it's um I was listening to a podcast that talks about all different kinds of stuff. It's called an acquired taste, and they were talking about how there was a sleeping sickness that afflicted all these villagers um in this village on this country. And I asked Rachel if she, and they don't know what caused it. They think that it could have been like uranium mines, but that kind of didn't make a lot of sense. Um, they think it could have just been like, like mass hysteria or mass, like, um, like psychosis of some kind causing all these people to get this thing they can't explain. Um, so I was asking Rachel if she were to succumb to some kind of mass, like, hysteria or mass like uh, some illness that you that you can't really control and you don't know where it's coming from like what would it be like what would your body be like yeah i gotta i gotta have that i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna get that and i mentioned that there was another case of this with um a country where like they couldn't they danced themselves to death essentially <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like i do know about that yeah it was really it was really weird and i don't like, some people still don't know. They think it was, like, some kind of bacteria in the yeast and the bread. And then other people think it was a ma- mass hysteria. Because not everybody did it. But a lot of people literally wait, danced wait. until they died. So they think it was a yeast infection? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, but it was a dancing sickness in Europe somewhere. And, oh, it actually happened. Oh, no. Only once. Okay. I thought it said twice. And I was like, holy shit. But, yeah, it was it was just, a, like, a, a mania that happened it was a isn't that so weird um but yeah so i i don't know like what what my brain would be like yeah that's that's the shit you know what yeah. i mean like 
I would think one sounds kind of awesome. I'm not going to lie. I would probably succumb to like a sleeping sickness. Dancing, Uh, dancing. No, I'd be like, my brain would be like, no, that doesn't look cool. I do love to dance. But also it looks painful. So like, I don't think my brain would be like, yeah, we're down with that. I could definitely see it with like, yeah, that bed looks comfortable. For sure. That's yeah. Um, but also, I guess I could see my weird little brain being into something like creepy too. So I don't, I don't know. Like, I need other. What are other, some other mania? <laughs> like mania sa- like, like sacrificing shit. Yeah, yes. Like that's fucked up. But like, oh, well, don't type in mania disease because it literally just brings up fucking bipolar, and that's not what I was trying to get. Diseases like the dancing. Um, one. This isn't really a disease, but one. There was like this mass like um like hallucination that all these people claimed that they saw aliens, but I mean I don't know, maybe they fucking did. Yeah, I, like so here's my thing. I do not really believe in mass hallucinations unless there is some kind of actual chemical agent that is yeah. there. like if everyone is seeing the same thing, because that's what they said about the Mothman thing. That it was a mass hallucination. There's no fucking way. That they all see. The, yeah, yeah. I, like, I get what you mean. So, like, I don't believe in that. But unless there's a chemical involved. But still, what are the odds that everybody sees the exact same fucking the same hallucination? Thing. Yeah. Like, that's that's weird. So, like, there has to be. What are some other. Okay. Different. Diseases. Like. Well, and what I didn't understand about this one I'm talking about, this sleeping one, is, like, I I don't know that it can be a fully, like, mental thing, because sleeping for, like, days, and it was, like, days and days, maybe longer on end. Like, that, that's, that is a lot for your body to do without being, look, if, I sleep by for an entire day. I have a massive migraine, so like I can't. Understand. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just feel like it might have was maybe something like environmental or I don't know. Just it, it being a completely mental thing that just seems very odd to me. And it's like, and maybe an, an individual, sure, but with this happening to like multiple people in two years. Yeah, that, that doesn't me, make sense. There's a contaminant somewhere. Yeah, like mass that's, hysteria that's doesn't. When I think of mass hysteria, I think of like witch trials and like, mm-hmm. you know, like panic. Really, yeah, panic and like really horrible things people do because of panic. Yeah, you know. So, uh, no, I'm kind of, I'm kind of with you on that. People will do anything to save, like, to save themselves or to avoid facing their own shit. You know what I mean? So, like, I guess if maybe the whole group of people that got the sleeping sickness were just like, I don't feel like dealing with my life anymore. I'm out. Maybe. And I don't (laughs) know. I don't know exactly, like, what the relationship was. Like, I don't know if these people knew each other. Like, I'm not. work or anything showed anything. I, so I could well my point was like I could see if maybe like all these all these people in this same family got this and maybe 
maybe it was influenced by the fact that their loved ones had it. Like maybe there's some mental thing there, but if they're like strangers and they're experiencing this same really weird thing that it just seems unlikely that that would be just like a, a, a trick of the mind. Yeah. Yeah. That is really, really odd. It just doesn't make sense. That is really, really odd. Um, I like found a Wikipedia about a bunch of like weird ones that have happened. Oh, give me, give me like one that sounds the weirdest. Um, the June bug outbreak. Sixty-two workers at a dressmaking factory in a textile town in the southern United States experienced symptoms of severe nausea and breaking out on the skin. They, the most of them, occurred on the first shift where four-fifths of the workers were female. Out of 62 total outbreaks, 59 were women, some of whom believed they were bitten by bugs from a fabric shipment. Hmm. Um, but they found no, no, you know, thing of that. Like, no proof. Yeah. Um, there's another one about... It seems to happen a lot in pla- like places where people are working. These... 10 of 39 workers smelled a mystery gas and had dizziness, fainting, and nausea. What if someone just, like, farted really badly? I mean, listen. A good (laughs) fart can, you know, take anyone out. The laughter epidemic? Oh, weird. laughing? No, see, okay, that, I think, could be more of a mental thing. Because sometimes if... You can't stop laughing and other people are laughing. It, like, makes you continue to laugh. Yeah. One that this episode of the podcast I'm talking about, one example they referenced was, like, there was some cluster of, like, all these women that right after 9-11, they were breaking out in these rashes. But that was kind of, like, attributed to anxiety. But that makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah. Because you can get... one is weird. Yeah, that, that is makes weird. makes sense, though. Like, because you could get hives from anxiety. Yeah. Or, like, stress. Yeah. Hmm. I could see, I guess I could see, like, a a laughing. Well, that's what I I just said, because, like, laughing is kind of contagious, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, but I could go for a good coma right now, I'm not gonna (laughs) lie. Yeah, you are you are kind of sicky. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not feeling great. So, uh just a heads up if my voice decides to give out on you, I have the sinus infection that will not die. Um nope. And she I is keep losing my voice. She is ever living. Yeah. So, um yeah, but I think I think uh the sleeping one would be kind of kind of nice. Or like one that just constantly makes me eat cookies like i probably have that now (laughs) i mean yeah fair same uh joe do you know there's mega stuffed oreos did you know that yeah oh my god they're we got them once they're fucking intense yo they're a bit much i'm not gonna lie like i'm i'm not mad at them but it's also not a treat i want on the regular but here's the thing that I realized. So Joe got some last night because we—that's like our thing. Like if we if we really want something sweet, we want like double stuffed Oreos. Don't come at me with single stuffed Oreos. There's no excuse for that. No, no, no. no. That's ridiculous. But what I have found is because I love the Oreo cream so much. If we get the mega stuffed, I actually eat less because I get more of the cream, which is my favorite. And that's what you want is the cream. Right? Wink, wink. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the onset of that in my brain was so slow, but so oh my God. funny and that worth it. That was such it. like a Beavis and Butthead laugh. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. That's I. Uh, I have a thing for Rolos. It's rough. I'll eat a whole like I get the unwrapped. Bag. Oh, Rolos! I have not mm. thought of. Oh, ro- oh, unwrapped. You don't have to work for it. No, like, you no. just go. Yeah, and it's it's definitely definitely my jam but i'll eat i'll house a whole unwrapped bag and it's a problem i have not thought about rollos in a hot minute wow yeah rollos are good only a problem because it drives my blood sugar up let me be clear that's the only reason that it's a problem i mean listen (laughs) i hate diet culture as much as the next person however even if you ate (laughs) even if if you ate 300 grapes like that's still a problem yes yeah like you don't want to do that you're gonna make yourself sick on that shit yeah so um do you have any updates? Um, I do not have any updates. I haven't checked on my case lately to see if there's anything, but I doubt it because this this stuff takes time and it's it is the COVID. I haven't checked on Purvis Pain um lately, so I don't know. I I have not seen any updates, and because we're being everything's so glitchy, I'm afraid to open a lot of browsers. Yeah, so totally fine. I will do that at a later date. Yeah. Um, but continue to support Purvis Payne on yes. the um, Innocence Project, it, which is just like PurvisPayne.com, right? I think it's PurvisPayne.org, actually. Or is it .org? Okay. Yeah. If you Google it, it'll come right up. Just Google Innocence Project, Purvis Payne, it'll come up, uh, sign, donate, all that good shit. Yeah. Um, well, I have a weird, not, I mean, I don't want to call it weird, but like I stumbled across this and I was like, wow, that's a interesting way to uh solve a a crime i guess and it's just kind of like kind of sad where did you find where do you find your weird stories i just start typing random words with dna into google and see what comes up see that rarely works for me i've tried so many times like ghost dna alien dna alien dna brings up some kind of weird i get that story every time then ghost dna always brings up the ghost dna variant uh in like in is Africa like in Africa, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I, that's probably cool, but like that, it's too sciencey. I don't want to read it. Yeah, I'm sure it's amazing, but I just my brain can't handle the science. Mm-mm. So, um, it's not like what I'm going after. No, no. So, so what did you Google for this story, or will that give it away? Uh, I literally uh, Googled female murderer DNA. Oh, and oh it my gave god, me something entirely different. But here we are. That's so weird. Lauren and I were just talking, like, we were texting last night, because she sent me a cool case that I'm hoping has DNA that I could do. Um, but it was about a female murderer, and this is going to sound sexist as fuck. This is what I told her, too. But for some reason, and I think I know what it is, and it's probably sexist, female murderers are so much more, like, sinister and twisted to me. Oh, I love a good female murderer. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're really interesting, but that's yeah. because I think that they are so much more sinister and twisted. And I think it's because I do associate women with being more nurturing, generally. Yeah. I mean, I can definitely I can definitely see that, and I can see why it would be considered sexist, because it is a preconceived notion that women Because it are... doesn't mean that. Like, no. It, just because you're no. a woman doesn't mean you're, like, maternal or anything like that. Some of the but... worst murderers were women. Right, and that's what I think is so wild. 
I mean, it's it's one of those things that like it, that's ingrained in us from birth. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? The, the fairer sex and blah blah blah, and how yeah. And, and truthfully, that plays out in the court system too. You know. Mm-hmm. So, but at the same time, like, I don't know. Some of the women murderers, like, I, I think, I think there's way more than we think of or know. Oh and yeah, I think no. It's, I think it's because because of that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Because people don't, wouldn't think that this, well, I think also like women tend to be, generally speaking, kind of maybe smaller in stature, maybe like less muscular. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not quite as like overpowering. Like threatening. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I just, I was really feeling like a female murderer story. Like I love, I love watching uh, Discovery ID and watching like, um, like snapped and shit. Well, no. What's the one with Candace DeLong? Because I can't stand Candace DeLong. Because she says the most obvious fucking shit, but she Ugh. has the the title of criminal profiler, and I'm like, yeah, I could say that. Like, yeah, yeah. Mixing alcohol and psychotropic medicine isn't the best idea, and it clearly didn't work out for this. Like, I, no uh, shit, Sherlock. Thank you for the commentary. Like, I fucking hate that. Yeah, there. There's a podcast, I will not Deadly say Deadly Women. It. Deadly Sorry, Women, no. Deadly Women. There's a podcast, and I love this podcast, and I really love both of the hosts. I will not say what it is. But there is one host, and I love her, but she says some fucking obvious shit sometimes. You're just like... That, I'm just like, you... Like, that's eating up your airtime. Just skip that. You don't have to say that. <laughs> we probably do the same shit. We just don't I was notice. just gonna say, what, what if I was talking about you? Could you imagine? Oh, I you- say obvious shit all the time, and I know it. But like, no. <laughs> oh, I'd crack up and be like, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm gonna keep doing it, though. <laughs> uh, no, and it's stuff, it's stuff that's kind of like, um, it's stuff that's kind of like, like, I don't know. I can't even think of an example and I'm not going to try, but yes, yeah. I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I just get really annoyed with like these people who have these high titles that like, you're kind of like, but why though? Y- yeah. And then like you say like, guys, that's their commentary for the day. Um, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> Are we done? Okay. Um, probs not probs not mom probably not at all um but yeah so that's what i searched to get this and it's not a female murderer case it's actually something entirely different and it's very recent actually the article was just from april of this year okay cool so i'm just gonna jump in uh chrissy sally was adopted at at the age of two months old she'd been taken from her mother's custody in virginia in 1980 and she'd always known she'd been adopted. She was actually adopted by her half-uncle, and she knew much of her biological family. But her mother's story remained a mystery to them all. She knew that on June 8, 1989, she formally signed her maternal rights away. She knew that her mother played flute in high school and that she earned her GED. And she knew that she had began going by her middle name in her late teens, but her knowledge about her was limited beyond that. In 2018, Chrissy Sally was ready to try and find out what happened to her mother. Her family had tried to track her down unsuccessfully over the years. They had even had a friend in the FBI run her social security number, but there were no hits, no activity on the number at all. Sally hired a private investigator and began to try and build a paper trail to get closure on where her mother had gone. Her DNA was submitted to GED Match. In 2020, there was a DNA hit 
but it wasn't exactly the best circumstances. Her DNA matched with the remains of a woman found buried in the desert in one of San Bernardino County's oldest cold case homicides. The woman was estimated to be around 20 years old at the time of her death, and she'd been found buried with a man estimated to be about 19 years old. They were dead for six to eight months before they were discovered. Neither of the victims were wearing any clothes and had no identifying information on them. They were found about five miles east of a town called Ludlow, which is between Barstow and Needles in California. The autopsy showed that they had both died from a combination of gunshot wounds and blunt force trauma. The DNA between Sally and the body confirmed a child-parent match and subsequently helped identify the body as her mother, Pamela Diane Duffy, born April 6, 1959. Her mother and her boyfriend were hitchhiking across the country. According to their families, they were living transient lifestyles with occasional run-ins with the law. They had never been reported as missing persons, and some of their family members had never even considered the fact that they might have been dead. They just thought that they had up and left and just ran away. Yeah, just were living their lives somewhere else. Um, so, like, I I read that and I was like, wow, nothing like trying to find out who your mom is and solving a cold case. Like, yeah, like. <laughs> Like, that is so not her responsibility. No, and it's so sad to think of that, like, she just wanted to know what happened to her mom and why she never saw her mom again. And, I mean, yeah, I realized that she signed over her rights, but she was young and, you know, she could have wanted contact with her later in life. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's just just sad that nobody reported them missing Mm -hmm. and... It's and they had died in the eighties, you know. And this was and this was when uh, it was in the nineteen eighties, early nineteen eighties. Like I think they were killed in nineteen eighty. When did the girl? Oh, two thousand eighteen is when she started the search, and in twenty twenty is when the DNA hit. Damn. So. So it had been like, <laughs> like almost yeah. forty years. Yeah, Chrissy Chrissy Sally, I think is forty one years old, is what I read in the thing. Oh my lord. Yeah. So no nobody thought to like they just kept find like dead ends, you know what I mean? But like here's my thing though. If you realize that her social security number hadn't been used since the 80s, isn't that kind of a sign? Like for for who? Like for who are you talking about? For her mom. Yeah, but like a sign to who? To the family that like they're go- like something's not right. What, but was anyone before the daughter looking for her? Yeah, they they tried oh, they to track actually... her down. Yeah, like over the years, like they tried to find them. Um, so the authorities were just shit. Well, the, they never reported them as missing. It was just like the family wanted to try and track them down and make sure they were okay. Oh, they didn't I, report them as missing? No, they were never but... reported as missing. But, like, were the authorities involved at all? Like, did they even... Not really. It was just them trying to, like, track them down. And, like, they happened to have a friend in the FBI who ran the social. And it... And it showed no activity since the early 1980s. That seems real fucky to me. Yeah, right? Like, I read that and I was like, what? And, Mm -hmm. like... But I'm thinking of the time... But why wouldn't the guy in the FBI be like, you should probably, like, report this to the authorities? 
sense. I, I it was, it's the whole thing is a little weird, and there's a lot of questions that I just have that don't ever get answered, and I'm sure she'll never get answers for them either because yeah. most of the people are dead in the story. But like, it's just one of those things where I just I just feel like it wasn't like it just fell through the cracks, right? Like they never thought to report their daughter. Like I haven't heard from my daughter in 40 years. Maybe I should call a cop and be like, hey. I know, you know, and I I almost wonder, like, did they really not do that? Like, I don't know. That's weird. Yeah, it's, it, it says that neither of them had been reported as missing. That's fucking weird. Yeah, very mm-hmm. odd. Okay. Um, so, Sally told the investigators that she had learned her mother had planned to meet up with a man that she had been told was named Digger Lane. So Digger was like his nickname i guess i was gonna say that's fucking fake as fuck oh yeah (laughs) um and she was gonna meet up with him when he was released from prison in virginia in 1979 or early 1980 and travel across the country the plans were to hitchhike across the country uh the records and information from family pointed them to william everett lane his biological mother is still alive, and DNA samples help to confirm that the body did belong to uh, William, who they called Billy, um, Billy, William Lane. But they they called Billy, but also Digger? I guess that was, like, his, his he was a hippie. Like, it goes on to say okay. he looks like a hippie dude, and, like, I guess that was, like, his hippie name or something, okay. like, among the community. Yeah, But with okay. his family, he with was With his Billy. family, it was Billy, okay. Yeah. yeah. So he'll be called Billy or Lane from here on out. Just like I'm called with my family, Becky, short for Rebecca. But with my friends, I'm called like Thundercunt. Yeah, exactly. What an appropriate name. That's why I said it. (laughs) (laughs) I just want you to know that if anyone ever actually calls you that, I'd fight them. But the fact that you said it is hilarious. I would expect you to fight them. Uh, okay. Oh, that should that should be the episode title. Just saying, just <laughs> thundercunt. Thundercunt. <laughs> Watch us get taken down from Apple. Yeah, well, we'd have to bleep out the U or some shit. Yeah, yeah. These fucking pansies. <laughs> so, oh, this fucking cop. <coughs> I don't have the vid. I promise. Oh, poor buddy. I know. Oh. Um, it's just that drip from the sinus infection. It's killing. <laughs> that drip, drip. <laughs> I wish it was like that kind of drip, not. This kind of drip. <laughs> oh no, I meant like like money, like jewelry, like. <laughs> oh, I meant like, like. Oh yeah, no, I wasn't even going that way. My ew. Anywho, right in the gutter. Um, yeah. So Lane's mother, Sandra Blair, now 76 years old, explained that she and the rest of the family just assumed that Billy was off doing his own thing. She later For said... 40 years? Yeah. Okay. It's very... I struggle with this, and I'm going to talk about it at the end, and I'm not trying to, like, shame anyone in this situation. Mm, yeah, but it but... sounds like they didn't want to find him. Yeah. It sounded so, like he was maybe more trouble than he was worth in their eyes. It's it's really it's really kind of fucked up. So Unfortunately, yeah. She later said she assumed that his siblings and father's family had reported him missing, 
<laughs> and then found out later there was never a missing persons report on him and that the remains were with the coroner's office since the 1980s. Well, it said she said 1980, but I keep finding conflicting information. Yeah. Um, she had Billy at the age of 14 and his Whoa. seven other siblings followed shortly after. When Billy had started his hitchhiking trip with Pamela Duffy, he and his mother had not been in contact with each other in years as she and his father had divorced when he was 12 and his father had primary custody over the children. His new wife ended up adopting all of his children after uh, Sandra was unable to care for them, but Billy refused to be adopted by his father's new wife. As a child, he did well in school and stayed out of trouble and even helped to raise his siblings, but the divorce hit him hard and he started to run away at the age of 14. The last time that Sandra Blair saw her son, they were both not supposed to see each other because they were both on probation. In early 1979, she met up with him in Jacksonville, and he asked for money to help support him and his girlfriend, who Blair believes was possibly Pamela Duffy. Hmm. Sally had actually met Billy before, but she was so young she would never remember it. When she was removed from her mother's care, it was because her mother's car broke down in Virginia while she was with Billy. Duffy informed her mother of her plans to hitchhike across the country with Billy and then signed over her rights for Sally. Mm. The murders of Pamela Duffy and Billy Lane were tied to convicted murderer Howard Neal. Neal was a Ludlow resident who left town after the killings and went to Mississippi. In 2017, he was linked to the crime and San Bernardino prosecutors traveled to Mississippi to question him and see if he could help identify the victims. Why would he pick Mississippi for, like, his retirement spot? I think it was just... <laughs> uh, he had family there, I think, is what it was, because that's where he got in trouble again. Okay. Um, he had been charged with murdering his brother. Oh. And then sexually assaulting and killing his 13-year-old niece and her friend. Some other articles suggest that they were actually both his nieces. Oh, so he was a whole piece of shit. <clears throat> yep, still is. Um, yep. Oh, is he still alive? Yeah. Oh. So he was sentenced to death for those crimes. Good. Neil provided them with very little information. He said that he had picked up two hitchhikers on the freeway and brought them back to his home. He stated that he had made physical advances on Duffy, who he said may have been from Arkansas and had a deformed arm. Which there's nothing on here that talks about her having any kind of like birth defect or anything that would have shown her arm. Um, okay. And that she had left a young daughter behind. An altercation. Jeez. Can I stutter anymore? An altercation <laughs> happened with Lane, who he described as a hippie. He said that he believed Lane would probably kill him if he did not kill him first. But investigators suspect that Neil fatally shot Lane and then sexually assaulted and killed Duffy. Before, yeah, that yeah. sounds that his little perceived threat. That sounds yeah. fake. Yep. Uh, before burying them in a shallow grave in the desert near Highway 66. He has not been charged with the murders of Duffy and Lane. Recent IQ testing has actually shown um, that his IQ is very low. Mm. um and that he can't be charged like sentenced to death um and that my understanding is that his sentence has been changed to life instead of death okay 
new charges. Yeah, when, when I said good before that he was charged with death, like, we know that I'm not for the death penalty. Yeah, but it's but one of those things. It's just like, you, like... At least you got charged. You tortured a kid. Like, yeah, two. Two children. Two, two children. You killed your brother. And, like, your, like it's it was, like, incestuous to <laughs> Yeah, it's just, yeah. Uh, new charges may be filed against Neil, but it's pending the prosecutors reviewing the case. Um, Lane's ashes will be released and returned to Blair. On May of May 23rd of this year, he would have been 61 years old. Aww. He's survived by four brothers, a sister, and a half-sister. Duffy is survived by Sally, two grandchildren, and a half-sister. Sally plans to bury Duffy in a plot next to her parents, so she started a small GoFundMe to help raise funds to bury her mother. She is not asking for an exorbitant amount. It's like $2,500 just to be able to bury her mom. Um, And, you know, they weren't expecting these costs. They weren't expecting to find out her mom was dead and murdered. So um, they are... I guess the sheriff's office is helping to cremate her and get the body back home, but she still needs to, you know, bury her and she wants to bury her with her parents. Yeah. Um, at the time she's only been able to raise like half of her goal. So I'd like to share the GoFundMe with everyone because her memorial is actually planned for August 5th of this year. So it's coming up. Um, and they're just going to have a small little memorial, uh, and I guess put her ashes with her, her parents. August 5th. Okay. Um, so I just, <clears throat> I just think it'd be nice to share the GoFundMe and try and give her a little support. Cause this is just how, sh- how shocking, you know, and how yeah. sad to find that out. And um, it's so, it's so tr- like tragic. Like, yeah, it, it really is. Um, and I, I just, I don't know. I just can't even imagine like finding that out. Like, yeah. Like, <sighs> Cause I'm sure she, I'm sure that, she what what's her first name the daughter uh the daughter's first name is chrissy chrissy i'm sure that she knew that there was a chance that her mom might have died like yeah been but not murdered in a cold case ex- and, and like she's the one that found her like yeah. she's the one that figured it out yeah like yeah that would that's like not at all like it's one thing to be like you know it's still tragic as fuck but if yeah. you find your your estranged parent and their family member is like, oh yeah, they they lived a happy life and died a few years ago. Like, here's yeah. their headstone or here's their urn with ashes. Like, then you have some some level of closure. But this poor girl, like, yeah, nothing. She, no, and like she's the one that had to like really figure it out, which is yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's just so sad. So I'd like to share that to just try and get her a little bit of support, even if you can donate a dollar. I'm sure she'd appreciate it. It would help. I would donate to the, for sure. We, yeah. yeah, we'll share it. And this will go out like a few days before the memorial scheduled. So, yeah. Um, so I, I just have some complaints. Like <laughs> you have it, a, you have a, a bee in your bonnet. Yeah. Like I just, I feel like their family failed them in a way. Yes. Like, I just, I'm upset about how, so there's like this whole article that talks about Lane's mother like saying like I just want to talk to Neil and find out why she killed my son and like part of me is like you didn't care about him until now you didn't care about him until he was in the news and you found out I was gonna yeah I was gonna say until there was media attention and people were like um why didn't you report this that's why you care and yeah and like it's just really sad and like there's there's a thing at the bottom of one of the articles where she says something like 
you know, divorce takes a heavy toll on children and blah, blah, blah. And this should never happen. And like, it's like, she's blaming it on the divorce and like saying like that. I I got to find the actual fucking quote if I didn't get rid of it already. Cause I on, just wait on whose, on whose divorce, her divorce to his father. <laughs> and like, it says something like, you know, check on your child. Like, uh, yeah, listen, I get it, but you should have been checking on your child. 40 like, years ago. Right. And like, I could see you, you describe him. Well, you're not describing him like what you read described him as a hippie. Okay. Maybe, maybe I'm not saying he did. I don't want to like just project that, but perhaps he engaged in like drug activity um, or maybe some kind of like reckless lifestyle. And maybe the mom was like, okay, mm-hmm. I just need to give him a little time to go do his own thing. But but a reasonable amount of time is not 40 years. No, you can't just decide one day, like, you know, I, I, I don't know. And like the fact that she said, I thought his father or siblings might have reported him as missing. Then okay. why didn't you check? Or yeah. And like, it's not, guess what? You can report someone twice and they'll guess what the cops will tell you. This has already been reported. We're looking yeah. into it. What the fuck? It's just very, I'm just very frustrated with it. And like, again, it's not my situation. I, you know, I, I it's, don't... I, it's hard for us to understand because we would not react that way. Yeah. And, and no, it is. It's just plain hard to understand. It doesn't and say I, they had a, a falling out where she wanted nothing to do with him or he wanted nothing to do with her. You know what I mean? Like I could understand then I could, because at that point, like, you know, family is family. I get that. But you know, you don't owe but, anyone anything. But it's also but. just, like, a mother and child, though. Like, that just is such a... That just seems like it should be such a strong... Like, it seems like the mom should care. Like, it seems like any falling out that they would have had, like, wouldn't a mother care after, like, before 40 years goes by and she's never seen the son again? No. I, I'm i just... But I, I don't find that... I don't find a falling out to be an excuse for not wanting to... For just having someone go missing for that long. Yeah, I mean, no, I get, I totally, I do get what you're saying. I guess I'm like pulling from my own personal experience a little bit. Yeah, like, but I'm, th- I'm even just thinking like, if you and I got in a fight tomorrow and then you fell off the face of the earth, I'd be like, fuck, like, I, no, no amount, no bad feelings between us. Like, you're still a person that no one can find that I once cared about, much yeah. less, much less someone that like much less someone that you're that you carried in birth like it just it just seems like a shitty it just seems like a shitty thing to do <laughs> it would it definitely is and like i i don't know when i was reading some of the article i just got a real nice deep feeling of a very like I I projected a bit, so I have a feeling about this woman that I don't want to go into because she's still alive, and I don't want to talk ill about her because she just found out her son is dead. Yeah. But it's really not that far of a stretch for, like, if you... I'm not not saying, like, a one-time fight. Like, who knows if she was abusive? Who knows if she, like... No, I think we're saying the same thing. I'm saying... I I do do understand what you're saying, but... For her to not even file a report doesn't even mean you have to talk to the guy again if they find him. 
Yeah, but yeah, at least aren't you, he's alive. But aren't you yeah. concerned for his well-being? Like, aren't you concerned that he's not, like, don't you want him to not be dead in a ditch, even if you can't stand him? Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying, like... If you have literally, you've never seen any proof that he's even been alive, then yes, absolutely, absolutely. That's what I mean, and after absolutely. 40 years, like, for fuck's sake. Yeah, like, that's rough. And, like, why wouldn't you have at least reached out to your ex and been like, did you file the report? Have, or have you seen him? Yeah. Like, it's just... <clears throat> the whole thing is fucking weird, but the, sa- the same with fucking... Uh, Sally's uh, Christy Sally's parents or grand grandparents too. Yeah, they didn't file a f- missing persons report. No, I think I think all of that is weird as hell, and I don't under I just don't. That happened a lot back then, though. Like, how many times have we covered a story on this this show where it's been the eighties or the seventies or the sixties, and nobody filed a missing persons report because they just thought that they didn't want to be found? <laughs> I'm telling you, like. Everything goes back to Ted Bundy. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll tell you why. (laughs) Because here is my hypothesis. I bet that I wonder if people, loved ones of people that went missing, were like, well, this, my loved one could be in fuck all, who knows? And if I report it here, it's going to go as far as here. Like, maybe they felt like it was hopeless. Right, it wasn't going to go even, anywhere. It wasn't going to go anywhere. When Ted Bundy happened, That that is when all, like, the police departments were suddenly like, oh, we should all probably, like, communicate. <sighs> I'm serious. Like, it, and it, that's the truth. Like, that's I mean, when... they communicated to a degree before that. Like, if you look back to, like, to a degree. I'm not talking about, like, murders. I'm talking about, like, that. Like, they communicated for like, like if you look at like the the 30s, like the dirty 30s and like outlaw gangsters and things like that. Yeah. But they didn't communicate about missing persons. They didn't communicate that's what about I like. Yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. Like when I, when Bundy started fucking running his ass up and down the West Coast and then even a, even from there, oh. the police, the police were all like, oh, fuck, like all the like these girls that all match this description are going missing in these like little pockets like wait why is Bundy he was there and now he's here and all these girls like they finally put it together that they need to communicate about this shit so I do I do wonder if the families were just like well they could be anywhere what yeah and I think it was a different time though too like you have to look at like it was the age of like people just fucking hitchhiking across the country and like no no social media no 24-hour news cycle right so it's kind of like you know like I felt really bad for that one case where that little like ninety year old woman was just like I just thought she was living her happy life and didn't want me in it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, so I get See, it. See now I feel bad for this fucking lady. I don't. I still don't. Like <laughs> <I> do. <laughs> you know, I, this is a little bit more recent. It was the eighties. It's not like we're talking about the fucking you know like sixties. Yeah, I just I just don't. I don't know. It something doesn't rub me right is my problem here. No, like there's a there's a feeling that you're just like, mm, this doesn't sound like all like the whole story or this doesn't no. it just doesn't add up. Yeah, I could yeah. see that. So, but <clears throat> that was my case that I stumbled across that I was like, holy shit. That was interesting. Yeah. So, a little bit different. Still a murder, nice. but cool. Yeah. I mean, not cool about the murder, but you know. Yeah, well, you know, you know what the fuck I mean. Yeah. This is yeah. a true crime podcast, okay? <laughs> I literally almost said, well, without it, we wouldn't have a story today, unfortunately. Exactly. 
I feel really bad. I saw this meme once that was like, just imagine you get murdered and then you're on someone's <laughs> shitty <true crime laughs> podcast. I'm like, yeah, that's us. That was one that you sent me. Um, but, but here's my thing. Like, if I ever do go missing under mysterious circumstances or I ever get murdered or if I just die and it wasn't like normal. It was like about me all goddamn day on a podcast. Oh yeah, you need to you need to blow my you need to blow up my spot. You need to be like this stupid ass girl yes. followed a trail of double stuffed Oreo crumbs, right? And her ass got cooked by a witch in a in a fucking cottage in the woods. Like, no, you gotta you gotta tell that shit. Tell tell everyone. I don't I don't care if I choked on some peanuts tomorrow. Tell the world that I was a dumbass and shoved them all in my mouth at one time, and then put yeah. a warning label on peanuts. Yeah. But but like and here's make the- my name count, damn it! Yeah. Oh my god! Like make it live. Hot coffee. Although that was really, do you know that whole story? No, I don't. I don't. That know. was actually really like fucking sad, and I that she that got like, terribly burned, didn't she? Like it was like third degree, like yeah. the worst burns, like skin grafts had to happen. Yeah. Like I I used to make fun of that, but then yeah. I like I actually heard the whole thing, and I was like oh, no, this is actually, like, really, really bad. And she wanted a a reasonable amount of money to compensate her for, like, medical bills and shit. And McDonald's was the most piece of shit company. Here's free burgers for the rest of your life or some stupid shit. Yeah, I can't remember all the details about what they did compensate her for, but she wasn't even asking for... I want to say that she had maybe been asking for, like, 10 grand yeah that's not even like just enough Ten to cover grand. her medical bills yeah yeah when she had to have fucking her skin pulled from other parts yeah. of her body and replaced it's one that's of those things insane. where like i i don't i don't want to make fun of like that situation but it's one of those things where i make fun of like why are there warning labels on other stupid shit or like, yeah like why do people why do people doing crazy shit that's not even real on commercials why does it say do not attempt like come on y'all like use your like, common sense. Like don't yeah. juggle a chainsaw. I think it literally writes that <laughs> on the side. Like no shit, no shit, Sherlock. Yeah, no. There are definitely cases like that where you um, don't have to be stupid. But the McDonald's lady, that dead ass, was not good. What you know? Why chainsaws were invented? Was it for like cutting through bone? No. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> why? It was for childbirth. <gasps> I was close, kind I shit of. You not. Hi, bud. I shit, you not. It was for childbirth. Um, yeah, that's. I, I read this and I about passed out. Two doctors invented the chainsaw in 1780 to make the removal of a pelvic bone easier and less time-consuming mm. during childbirth. It was powered by a hand crank and looked like a modern-day kitchen knife with little teeth on a chain that would go in an oval. So like a, I was kind of close. Dude. I did. I've heard that because I could. I remembered it was something with like, with cutting cutting bone or something. Yeah, but it's like a. It's like one of those turkey knives, you know, like one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but that's what they were made for. And they're like, oh shit, this cuts other shit. And they're like, oh shit, this like maybe shouldn't be used in a human body. I don't know. Yeah, while they're awake. Call me crazy. Yeah, it's kind of while they're, while they're awake. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the, listen, if I'm fucking knocked out, you can do whatever. Like, I'm not going to know. But- well, they might have not been awake. Be- well, I mean, I'm only saying that because when I watched The Crown, um, there was a scene where the, where the queen was giving birth to one of the kids and they, she was sedated during the birth. They just oh, knocked her the fuck out. I'm like, that's smart. Ideal. 
ideal. That's yeah. the way it should be for every woman. Yep. Not really, because some women want to experience that, but I'm good. <laughs> I'm solid. Uh, do you have a padded room? Oh, I just, speaking of that, I just wanted <laughs> to mention that the show Work and Moms on Netflix. Is it good? Yeah, you don't have to be, like, a mom. Like, it's fucking funny. It's, there's a lot about just, like, relationships and marriages. And they do good, like, um, they incorporate LGBT relationships well. Um, and it's just, like, it's just funny. Like, if nice. you want something light to watch, and there's five seasons, so it'll take you a while. Sweet. It is really funny. And it's, like, one of those, like, the the female characters, which it mostly is all women, um they're just really funny and relatable and it's it's not like uh oh, i'm a perfect mom this is my show it's like they have like their their tits are leaking breast milk and <laughs> like all this cr- just it's just funny i would just watch it it's good okay. yeah yeah um i'm just gonna give a recommendation because i don't know if i talked about it yet uh kevin can fuck himself <gasps> i watched it oh my god isn't it so good yep i'm caught i'm caught up um, yeah, as of, like, what they showed on this past Sunday. So, like, what, what do you- So, this is a fucking fast forward, like, a minute, if you don't want to hear this. Yeah, if you don't want to hear spoilers. Spoilers for Kevin can fuck himself. I am on, oh, um, this was the first episode of, like, her being interrogated. Okay, okay. By the police and showing flashbacks of like when the gunshot happened okay there's another episode after that and you're gonna go i don't have the amc plus did you upgrade yeah yep okay yeah i don't so i haven't watched that one yet um yeah. annie murphy is just perfect yeah she's so cute i yep. love her she's yeah perfect she's a um, gem but yeah so um Please watch that. It's very good. It's good. Yeah, very good. And it's um, so creative. And I think I was telling you about this, but it made me think about like other sitcoms. Like yes. what? Like, but like, what would their like dark, dark world be? Like, yeah. it just makes me I, not want to watch any other sitcoms, honestly, because I'm so annoyed now. Yeah, but like, I swear, like everybody loves Raymond is the one that came to me. I could just see Deborah, the wife of mm-hmm. Raymond on that show just like popping mad pills in the closet like all the time just to get herself through her like shitty life <laughs> all the time yeah absolutely yeah it's just yeah it's just very very good and everyone needs to watch it I think we have talked about it but you know whatever. I think we have too but we will again because Annie Murphy's a little doll baby yeah and we should support her in anything she does also um Oh my god, why can't I remember her name? I feel like an asshole, but she played Twyla and she is um Oh um also um in the family of Is her name Sarah? Yes. Yes. I think Sarah, player of Twi- of Twyla in Shit's Creek. So there is a show coming out with her and Mutt. Oh okay? and it's not Mutt, obviously, but um it's like not related to Shit's Creek. It's- no, but I just, okay. I I don't know their names, and I don't want to be a dick. So it's actually about um a uh, realty agency that gets haunted properties and has to deal with getting the ghosts out of the properties before they can sell the property. Oh, that's like right up your alley. I would watch that. Too. It looks so funny. Um and yeah, so they are both in it. Um and I'm very excited to watch it. 
What's that going to be on? I think it's on Sci-Fi. Okay. Let me let me just look it up. Another fucking streaming service I have to do. I think that's just on regular TV. Oh, that's true. I think yeah, I think it's just on um yeah, okay. So Tim Tim Rosen and Sarah Levy. Um and it's Okay, called, I wasn't sure. Whoa, whoa wasn't whoa, sure. Whoa. It's she... called Surreal what? Estate. Sorry. It started to play a video and I was like, "Oh, stop." Surreal Estate. That's funny. Yeah. So um I didn't know if she had the same last name as them. I don't know. Yeah. Yep. So Surreal Estate. It looks cute and Cool. I'm excited about it. Okay. I think that's it. Uh, we're on Instagram at Chardonnay and DNA, all spelled out. On Facebook at um, Chardonnay and Sign DNA. Our irrelevant Twitter is at Chardonnay DNA. Um, we have a Gmail where you can send us ideas um, and where Rachel can send you her sinus infection via email. Yep. That I'll is Chardonnay and DNA at gmail.com. We have a website, chardonnayanddna.com. Patreon's on there. Buy shit. Buy buy our t-shirts and all that shit. Thanks. Yeah, cool. Okay. (gasps) Toodles! Bye. I'm not actually going to end the recording. We're just going to keep recording. I think you should. I think you should check it. Do you think? I'm just nervous about my lines is all. Okay. All right, th- if you don't think you need to, but I I see I'm, your lines moving, so I'm not super like on my end. Everything looks fine. I mine are moving too, but it's the like where I talk is so tiny. And you checked again to make sure it's not the snowball, like you're in the snowball. Uh, yeah, but okay. so when I got when I logged into this one, it it was on there. Okay, um, because that's what mine look like when I'm not in the snowball. Mine said it was so weird. But, like, now, uh, to check that, wouldn't I go to that settings wheel? Mm-hmm. It's not letting me click that. It's because we're recording. Oh, okay. All right, I'm going to press stop. Okay. Can't I know. I all this. We suck. <laughs>